The bagpipe is one of the oldest instruments. To play it, you blow into a pipe attached to a leather or synthetic bag, then press on the bag to force the air out through other pipes to create sound. The Big Rab Show podcast is very kindly sponsored by G1. G1 Reeds and Chanters were played in 8 out of the 9 winning World Championship performances in 2017, including the newly crowned Grade 1 World Champions in Vararian District, and also for some bands, including the Red Hot Chili Pipers. So many thanks to the guys at G1 for keeping the lights on here at the Big Rab Show podcast. Hello there, welcome along to another Big Rab Show podcast. Hello, wow, what a week it's been in the piping world. We've got so much to get crammed into tonight's show. It's absolutely, I don't know how I'm going to get it all squeezed in. For those of you, of course, who have clicked on this week's podcast, you have clicked on it for a very good reason. Mr. Ross Ainsley will feature on this week's podcast. We got an opportunity to chat with the legend himself as he visited sunny Belfast here in Northern Ireland. So, yeah, you get to hear all the conversation and all the hard-hitting questions and whatnot from one of the biggest and best in the piping world, in the modern piping world, I should say. Um, but, yeah, that's to come. So, But first of all, let's get talking about everything that's just happened this past week in the piping world. It's been a bit insane, to say the very least. Of course... Of course, the Scottish Championships were this past weekend in Dumbarton. So much to talk about. <laughs> we'll prob- we could probably dedicate at least three or four podcasts all about this one competition, man. It was absolutely insane uh, for many different reasons. We will come to it. We will break it down in its component parts. Don't worry. We'll get there. But first of all, I wanted to get to some listener mail before we get into all the results and stuff. Let's get to listener mail. Uh, I have to give a special shout out to Carl Williams. He says, hey, Rab, uh, love your show on a Tuesday night on Fuse. Can you give Shaz, Glenrose and District Pipe Band and me, Carl Williams, a big mention having won the Scottish on Saturday and the European Championships in Drummond last month? Big Rab, you do a fantastic jo- job uh, doing the great coverage and recognition of pipe bands. Many thanks and total admiration from all of us, especially Carl Williams, drummer from, uh, for GDP. PB and tutor for West Fife Schools. All the best, buddy. Gus from Carl. There you go. So shout out to Glen Rosen District. Well done. And yeah, thanks, Carl, man. And if anything, I got a lot of other emails asking for shout outs and stuff for different bands. I'm trying to find all these shout outs. See what's happening at the moment. I'm going to need like a personal assistant <laughs> or something because the sheer volume of messages that have been bouncing in this last while. It's been kind of chaotic to be brutally honest but we are in the middle and the thick of it in piping season so we wouldn't have it any other way so let's get to it let's give a bit of a shout out to winston and jeremy wade of sergeant walker whoop just as my phone decides to go off that's professional so yeah shout out to the guys at sergeant walker and also to give a shout out then to jeremy as well jeremy downs who will be making the journey not too long from now yeah jeremy of course from lonestarpiper.com will be making the trip here to sunny northern Iron. and uh yeah that'd be awesome i had to get catching up with you jeremy whenever you make the trip pal um but yeah i have to say also a little behind the scenes look but work is ongoing for the big chanter no hold on, what does it call it the big grace note rant i keep getting this mixed up so aye, the big grace note rant work is ongoing behind the scenes people have been messaging and asking about that on our emails and stuff saying how's prep going for the show it's 
almost there. We're almost prepared and ready to go. I think what's kind of whooping our tail at the minute, to kind of give you a peek behind the curtain, is uh, the time difference from us here in the UK. Clearly, us here in the Rab Show and the guys at the Grace Note Vortex, we're based in the UK, so we're fine. We can meet up online and have a chat at any time. However, the guys from the Chanda Rant, they're from Vegas, so it's going to be difficult trying to coordinate everybody to be there and available all at the one time. So we're trying to get our heads around that. And yeah, we'll do it. We'll get there. And yeah, I'm really looking forward to this episode. Actually, it should be really, really fun. So let's get into the results, shall we? Yeah, <laughs> I just kind of glossed over a lot of other emails there, so apologies guys, but there was simply way too many. We got so many shoutouts for different bands and things that won a lot of prizes over the course of the weekend. Shout out to these guys who won, shout out to these guys who won. So I will be mentioning your band coming up shortly, so do not fear. Um, also, if you do want a particular shout out, best way to do it actually is to email us in bigrabshow at gmail.com. We got a lot of Facebook messages, we got a lot of Twitter tweets and all that sort of stuff. We've even started getting Snapchats and Instagram messages as well. Uh, so yeah, those are all amazing and we really do appreciate them. Thank you so much. But we lose track of everything so quick because the messages just get buried under everything. Because the messages on there can be relentless, like I said. So your message can get buried. So best way for you to do it, email us in. And then as soon as that email bounces in and I realize that it's for the podcast, I stick it in a separate folder for the podcast. And you can be guaranteed that your email will be read out and will be talked about on the podcast. So please do. Listener mail is very special to us here on the Big Rab Show. So, yeah, we love to get your emails, your commentary, your especially your voicemails. Email it into us, bigrabshow at gmail.com. It's the best way to get in contact with us, especially here on the pod. Right, let's get into it. Scottish Championships in Dumbarton. Let's talk about the conditions. First of all, changeable, I think, would be an understatement. I think... On you wait five minutes and the weather changed, I think, was the overall review I got from the ground. I was actually chatting to, believe it or not, not name dropping, but I was chatting to Stephen McWhorter after the championships and he was telling me how, you know, it was lashing and pelting it down with rain one minute and then after about ten minutes later, the sun was out, the clouds had parted and it was absolutely roasting. So you could get soaked one minute and sunburned and roasted the next. So it was really changeable. An extremely difficult day for pipe bands to try and set sound. And yeah, on the day itself, so many bands were succumbed to the weather. So many bands had to play in an absolute deluge and it was horrible to watch. It was painful to watch because... Even the judges themselves <laughs> found it difficult to write on their clipboards. And just rain was going sideways. Sometimes it was horrible. And then and other times, they couldn't get the layers stripped off quick enough because they were just roasting under the, the hot sun. It was insane. But it was Dumbarton. We're used to Dumbarton by now. We know the conditions at Dumbarton can be challenging, to say the least. And that's what makes this competition so interesting. Anyway... So the grounds themselves were just as we expected. Dumbarton competition hasn't really changed much over this past three, four years. It's 
Yeah, it is what it is. They try their best to be family inclusive. The Portaloos situation, I think, was okay. There was none that was really too shocking. Price of beer on the park as well, I believe, was pretty reasonable competitive against other events and the choice of vendors as well i think they had fairground there with uh you know like rides and stuff for kids to go on and things like that apparently the whole event in itself was really well organized and ran so congratulations to the rspba on running at a pretty awesome event but just disappointed with the weather you know what i mean what could we do you know what i mean act of god as they say right let's get into the results the nitty-gritty what we want to talk about Looking at the drum majors, first of all, because the drum major competition this season has been really, really interesting. Yeah. Let's look at Junior's drum majors, first of all. Winning, overall, was Kathy Hunter from Manor Cunningham. Well done, Kathy. And coming up a quick second place then was Abigail Wenlock. Now, Abigail, as well, has been having a very strong season. So, do you know, I really don't know what way... The world is going to go this year. Um, but yeah, shout out to Cathy Hunter. She is our Scottish champion. Well done in the junior level. Now on to the juveniles. Uh, who is our juvenile champion? Dun, 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 dun. Cara Gilmer. Yep, Cara Gilmer from Scottish Fire and Rescue. This is her second major of the season. Not bad at all, Cara. Yeah, this is a second major. So I think this is the second in a row, actually. So well done to Cara. Looking down the pecking order then, we had Catherine McKeown who came up second from Battle Hill. We had Rachel Lowry from Armagh Brig. We had Rebecca Hamilton then from Tully Lagan. Yeah, the Lagan! And then we had Jamie Couples from Mackenzie Caledonian who placed fifth uh, with Ryan Murdoch then from Denny and Dunning Pace. Now, Jamie Couples. We actually spotted a bit of a video that was posted of Jamie competing. And uh, I don't know if you managed to see this or not. You can maybe go onto the Rab Show Facebook page where we've shared it out. But Jamie was competing and smacked himself in the teeth so hard with his mace i was surprised he wasn't knocked out (laughs) he was you know flourishing away as drum majors do and he decided to throw it up which was risky given the conditions it was pelting with rain and it was wind as well so he had the risk of you know the mace just taking flight and he had to go and run after it but sure enough it came down and he managed to catch it with his face (laughs) It's so painful. I felt so sorry for Jamie. It just like clean smacked him right in the jaw. Bang! And uh, I'll give it to him. Jamie's a young fella. But he took that smack in the teeth like a grown man. He (laughs) took bang. And he just kept walking. He kept, you know, 100% discipline. And took the dig in the teeth and managed to catch his mace and carry on with his performance but didn't miss a step if you hadn't been watching closely as the camera had been you wouldn't have thought it happened so jamie shout out to your pal i really hope that wasn't as painful as it looked um if you would like to check out the video it is up there on the rab show facebook page uh it, it doesn't make for easy viewing to be honest it is quite painful <laughs> anyway so that's our uh, juveniles Juvenile grade for drum majors this year, it's, yeah, again, I know this is a cliche, but it is anybody's. However, Cara Gilmer has won two majors now. Cara's had a very amazing season, so we do want to wish her well here on the show. So good luck, Cara. Okay, on to the adults then. Who is our senior drum major champion? Liam Renton of Inverary. There you go. So Liam... I think, by all accounts, this is his second major title this year. So, there you go. He got this on M&D Preference. Second place, then, was Gib Fraser. 
from Colburn, IOR. And then bringing up third spot then was Emma Barr. And then we have Alicia Dexter-Hamilton of uh, Matt Boyd Memorial, Andrea McKeown from Battle Hill, and then Vicky Singer from McDonald Memorial. And that made your top six. So there you go. Um, two Scottish drum majors hitting the top two spots, so not bad at all. Liam Renton then, of course, from Inverary. Uh, yeah, that's a second major. Could we be seeing Liam possibly doing well at the Worlds this year? you never know you never know okay let's get on to the bands shall we so much to talk about here in the bands this will probably take up the majority of the podcast so forgive me if you do want to play along at home you can go and look at this online it's on the rspba website the full summary sheets are up there i just want to draw your attention to some things that really did pique my interest uh, starting with novice juvenile b uh winners on the day with north lanarkshire schools with ones right across the board now, yeah, wow. <laughs> Very convincing wins and congratulations there, guys. Then on to Grade Novice Juvenile A. Yeah, Dollar Academy. Dollar Academy, of course, winning it in Ensemble Preference. Had an amazing weekend. I would challenge you, go and have a listen to the run if you can. <sighs> Blow your socks off these kids. It's ridiculous. However, this is what makes the Novice Juvenile A interesting. Dollar Academy, so far this season, has been... Pretty much a one-way street. George Watson's college actually lifted the drumming. Yeah, Dollar didn't have it all their own way. If anything, looking at the results, Dollar Academy finished sixth in drumming. Which was brutal, because that's one from bottom. Now this kind of sparked interest in me. I go, whoa, sixth in drumming? But they had two first places in piping. And then the one that kind of stings is a first place in ensemble. How can you finish first in ensemble, but sixth in drumming? That doesn't make sense to me. If your drumming is that bad to be down in sixth spot, why is your ensemble up in first? That doesn't make sense. But, hey, when has anything ever made sense? Uh, I have to give a shout-out then, of course, uh, to the Brisbane Boys College there. They made the trip over from sunny Australia and had a really good outing at Dumbarton. Uh, just off the plane from sunny Australia and managed to finish up in fourth spot. Not bad. Beating bands such as Boghall and George Harriet Schools and Stirling District Schools. So not a bad result at all from the Brisbane Boys College there. Uh, affectionately known as the BBC. <laughs> so, yeah, well done, guys. Congratulations. Now, on to Grade 4B, let's look at our final, because we had two qualifications, uh, runs or events on the day, and then our final was made up of a final of 12 bands. Who lifted it? Bestbrook. Bestbrook Crimson Arrow managed to lift the top spot. Now, this was a real shock. None of us seen coming, and we're all like, what? Whenever I heard the result, I let a yeah out of me, and then what? What? <laughs> And I wholeheartedly admit, I go, where did that come from? Bestbrook, Crimson Arrow, yeah, two first places in piping. They must have played out of their skin. However, they got a ninth in drumming, which wasn't great, but their ensemble was fourth. That pulled them into the top spot. So well done, Bestbrook. You really blindsided a lot of people. Coming in second then was Camelon, followed by Stockbridge, Rothsay and District, and then Mid-Argyle and Dunin argyle Lifting the drumming then on the day was Rothsay. So there you go. That made up your grade 4B. Well done to Bestbrook, by the way. That's incredible. Now, on to grade 4A. Your Scottish champions are Loch Ryan. 
Yeah, Lock Ryan really played for it. If you haven't heard the run from Lock Ryan yet, which I actually didn't, I had I only heard this today. Actually, I had to go and try and Google this and try and find it, and managed to find it. And they did play for it. So well done to Lock Ryan. Two fourth places in piping, however, a second place in drumming, and a third in ensemble. So no first places on the board, but they managed to bring it up points-wise, to finish on the top spot. So, well done to Lock Ryan. Coming in second, then, was Dunbar RBL. Finished, or after that was Kolobaki, Glen Rothson District, that we've just mentioned there. Uh, and then Kilmarnock came in fifth, and then Tweedville came in sixth overall. Now, shout-out to Glen Rothson District, who lifted the drumming. Yeah! There you go. <laughs> so Glenrose actually had two-thirds in piping with a first in drumming. However, their ensemble position hurt them, so that's what knocked them down a third. But there you go. No, third. Sorry, fourth. <laughs> I'm putting them up a place. But one of the results in this grade that really, really interested me, and one I'm sure will be talked about for a while to come, was the result in grade 4A for Kolobaki. Now, Kolobaki... Uh, yeah, they finished 11th in piping, according to one judge, and then the other judge had them first. Now, that's a bit of a difference between one piping judge having them 11th and the other one first. That's 10 clear spots of difference between the two. How can these two judges be so far apart? Very interesting stuff the piping adjudicator then uh two piping adjudicators sorry uh for grade 4a was alvis Kerr and colin moffat they clearly had a big disagreement here about kolobaki and where to place them their drumming however finished them third and they also had first an ensemble so it makes you pose the question which judge was right which one was wrong uh you know did the guy who put them 11th was he right or wrong or did the guy put them first right or wrong interesting conversation and if anything it should be something i would like looked at if i was in that grade and i was competing i would honestly be looking at that thinking judges are not supposed to be so glaringly far apart you know and in that grade grade 4a especially of the scottish judges really didn't seem to agree on anything anyway let's look at the juvenile grade Marching forward, uh, Dollar Academy again. Lifting the top spot, well done to Dollar. With two first places in piping and a first in ensemble, quite convincing. However, they managed to lift a third in drumming. Again, struggling in the drumming prizes. And George Harriet Schools managed to lift the drumming title, so well done to George Harriet. Coming in second spot then was George Watson's, followed by George Harriet. And then North Lanarkshire Schools were fourth, West Lothians were fifth, and People's Ford Boggies were sixth. So not a bad weekend's work at all. So Dollar Academy coming out top. But again, not having it all their own way with the Drummond Prize going to George Harriet. On to grade 3B. The most interesting grade, or one of the most interesting grades. Uh, yeah, Scottish Borders managed to lift the top spot with the drumming going to Johnstone. Yeah, so not a bad weekend's work. Now, Battle Hill finished out second, of course, in there, juking it out. I think they're only, the only Northern Irish band in that grade that day. Um, so, yeah, Scottish Borders lifting the top spot. Not bad at all. On to grade 3A. We had Uddington Strathclyde lifting the top spot. And this, again, was a bit of a mixed bag. And again, it makes you ask some questions. Yeah, Uddington Strathclyde lifted the top spot and they lifted the Drummond Prize as well. But whenever you look at the results, they had a fourth in piping, first in piping, first in Drummond, first in ensemble. So you had a piping judge who disagreed. Hmm, 
Anyway, so let's look down the pipe in, or the pecking order. We had Uddington then coming in first. Royal Borough of Annan, our current world champions, bringing in the second spot. Port Leithen then came third. St. Joseph's came fourth. Then you had the 2622 Highland Squadron came fifth. And the Mighty Quinn came sixth. Now, when you look at the judges again, in this particular grade, there are a lot of disagreements here again. Vale of Athol was the one that kind of stood out to me. Vale of Athol in grade 3A finished 12th overall. They had a 5th in piping and a 12th in piping. Now, again, that's a big disparity of you know a result. And then here, the Quinn Memorial as well had a 12th place in piping and a 6th in piping. So... I don't know, who's right, who's wrong here? Again, two judges fighting it out. So you look at the adjudicating panel, and it's the same two guys again. So the piping adjudicator, Alvis Kerr, piping adjudicator too, Colin Moffat. Very interesting weekend from these two. Um, So, yeah, I'm not saying that these judges are wrong. I'm just wondering why there's such big disparity between the two of them. I'm only asking the question. I'm certainly not... Assuming that they're wrong, please don't get me wrong. But yeah, I'm just saying huge differences in the placings between these judges. So maybe they were hearing two different bands. Don't know. <laughs> anyway, on to grade two. It wasn't Klaus Kelt. No, it wasn't. Bit of a shock, actually. Yeah, but Ravara, pipe band, lifting the top spot and doing it quite convincingly as well. So well done to Ravara, our current Scottish champions. Two first places in pipe and a third in drumming, however. Didn't get it all their own way. And a third in ensemble. So there you go. That was enough to lift them the top spot. Grampian Police then finished out second. Not bad at all, Grampian. Well done. And then uh, third went to Klaus Kelt. Yeah, managed to lift it there in ensemble preference uh, they loved that actually had a first in ensemble uh, Manor Cunningham finished out fourth fifth came the Isle of Isle and sixth was Bucksburn now there's a lot of bands in there that I would have had in that top six whenever I was listening back to the recordings and didn't feature so mm, don't know one of which would have been Mackenzie Mackenzie Caledonian actually I thought played really well um, so, yeah, disappointed they didn't finish in the prize list. Also, shout out to Column Kill Pipe Band, actually, who managed to finish in 8th spot. Not a bad weekend's work from the guys at Column Kill. Now you go, grade 2, a very, very competitive grade. Definitely not one to be sneezed at. Uh, anybody in that top 6 deserved to be there. So congratulations to Rivara, lifting your first major championship of the season. Um, just at the right time, one might say. Rivara could be finding form in the latter half of the season, running forward into the big in. <laughs> right, talking of the big in, let's look at grade one. Of course, current Scottish champions, St. Lawrence Atul. Yeah, everyone knows this, in case you've been living under a rock somewhere. St. Lawrence are Scottish champions. They lifted it, and they lifted it with authority, as they say. Dang, I go back and listen to the run if you haven't heard it yet. As that's the only word I could use to describe it. It was kind of incredible. Uh, so bringing up second spot then was Inverary. Third were Field Marshal. Fourth was Scottish Power. Fifth was Police Scotland. Fife and Shots and Dykehead came in sixth. Now, let's talk about Grade 1. Us on the Rab Show, we managed to live stream all of Grade 1. And thanks so much to Edith and Ian on the, the Big Rab Show team who were there and braved the elements. I have to say, they were there sometimes and the rain was just pure bouncing off the ground. So thank you so much, guys, for standing out in all of that conditions to, to bring all the live streaming to the guys around the world. And uh, yeah, 
they really do deserve a medal. But go back, you can watch all the live streams, all the recordings of what happened at the Scottish, and you can make your own mind up. For me, personally, now you can quote me on this, I honestly had Field Marshal Montgomery placing first. Now, I've watched back at this again, and you know hindsight is a wonderful thing, but it's still in my hindsight, I honestly still had Field Marshal placing first. Now, I know that's controversial, because... Obviously, Field Marshal, Inverary, St. Lawrence Atul are known as being our three big guns. And, yeah, St. Lawrence Atul definitely played for it. I can't take it away from them. I honestly thought their drumming was outstanding. And Yeah, so they lifted the drumming championship, clearly, for a very good reason. I just thought, I don't know what it was. I, I just thought on the day, perhaps it didn't click. Like they, you, you know... Whenever they won their first major this season, the band really seemed to be together. This competition, for me, St. Lawrence, seemed to be a little pushy-pulley kind of thing. I don't know. It just didn't seem very settled to me. I think Now, that's my own personal opinion, of course. You can all take it with a pinch of salt if you wish. Don't take it as me hating St. Lawrence at all, by the way, because I love St. Lawrence at all. I just sung their praises there. Their drumming was outstanding. But... Yeah, I think whenever you look at the results, I think the judges kind of agreed with me. They had a first and a second in piping, a first in drumming, clearly, but then a fourth in ensemble. And that's what I'm trying to say. I think as a band, they were sort of fighting with each other as a unit. I don't know what it was, whether it was push-pull or whether it was just not integrating right. I just can't put my finger on it. But for me, honestly, I had Field Marshal placing first. But... We have what we have. Field Marshal finished third. And I'm quite happy with that. Because the two bands that placed above them honestly did sound quite fantastic. Inverary, of course, were there. Played an amazing set. So shout out to Inverary. Really did deserve everything that they got. But second place? Don't know. Don't know. Do you know, to be honest, if there was such a thing as a three-sided coin, you could flip it. You know what I mean? And if it landed on any of those three bands, you could accept it. You know what I mean? One thing I want to draw your attention to is Police Scotland Fife. Here is a band that's been mentioned on other podcasts. Shout out to the guys of the Chanter Rant. They've been talking about Police Scotland Fife as being a possible dark horse this year. And here they are again at the Scottish, the last big major before the big in, and they've placed fifth again. They have been so consistent in the prizes this year. You just cannot deny Police Scotland Fife. They could be a real dark horse. Go back and listen to some of the recordings from this year from Police Scotland Fife. I think you would be honestly very surprised. Now, yeah, I'm not saying that they are my pick for grade one for the worlds, but don't count them out. Police Scotland Fife this year have been relentless in their consistency. Always in the prize list. Never once dipping out of it. They're just chipping away, chipping away, chipping away. Very unassuming. While everyone's watching FM, St. Lawrence and Inverary, here comes Police Scotland Fife chipping at that wall. So, could they be a force to be reckoned with? I think at this point in the season, you definitely can't count them out. Looking at Scottish power as well. With them lifting a major at the start of the season. And they haven't managed to find that form again since. But still in the prizes. Here they are in fourth spot. They're still in that top five. They're still in there fighting it out. And looking at things whenever they manage to finish first in ensemble. 
that is still dangerous, you know, especially to those top flight Inverary and Field Marshal and St. Lawrence. I'm sure they're all looking behind them thinking, well, Scottish power's a danger. There's our first in ensemble. And then just listen to what Police Scotland Fife are doing. That's dangerous. But also, I have to say, Shots and Dykehead really impressed me again. I honestly thought they had a real cracker of a start. However, they were beat by the weather. Shots and Dykehead started their tune, started, it was all fine, great, going great guns. I thought, whoa, listen to this. And then all of a sudden, bam, down came the rain. Now, I don't mean there was a nice little pleasant Sunday shower on an afternoon. I mean, this was full scale. Somebody turned on the power washers. It was brutal. Now, I, you could nearly hear the rain hitting the drum heads. It was that fierce. And I still don't know, watching it back, how those guys stood there and played in that. Even the judges found it difficult to stand upright. They were getting blown around in the arena. It was brutal. I think even the bass drummer had to actually brace himself against the wind and rain. It was horrific. So to the guys at Shots and Dykehead who played through that terrible monsoon, you guys deserve a medal, never mind sixth place. So... Yeah, I think you were beat by the conditions on the day. Certainly weren't beaten by your instruments being out of tune or anything because you guys sounded awesome. So, yeah, our Scottish champions, St. Lawrence Atul, and wholeheartedly agree. Although I did have, in my own judging sheets, hold my hands up, be honest, I honestly had Field Marshal Montgomery winning it, but they didn't. So, as far as me being an armchair judge, it shows that I don't know very much. <laughs> Anyway, if anything, it's given me loads to think about. Loads to talk about as well. You know, loads of people have polarised positions about what's happening in Great 1 at the moment. And especially looking forward to the World Championships. Yeah, can you believe it's only 15 days away until the world opens the gates? Cannot wait, man. Cannot wait. Well... Yeah, we'll be talking about that on a future Big Rap Show. We'll be chatting all about the World Championships, all about our predictions and what we think and blah, blah, blah. But that's for another show. That was our Scottish Championships this past week. Thank you to everyone who tuned into our live stream. You guys are awesome. And yeah, <laughs> you simply are. Right, let's get into some more. Uh, what's happening this weekend, Saturday the 4th of August, is the Lisburn and Castle Ray City uh, championship in Moira, which is a bit of a mouthful, but basically we call it Moira. Moira competition is happening this weekend, and it's quite a big draw, actually. We've 19 bands in Grade 4B this weekend, including uh, Tully Lagan's de- new development band, plus McDonald Memorial's new develop- development band called McDonald Academy. A lot of bands in there. Who This is maybe their only their second or third appearance this year, so be awesome to see them back on the grass. So there you go. Moira, going to be a good competition in 4B. Looking at Grade 4A, you have eight bands in there not bad at all looking at grade 3b then uh yeah we've had six bands in there again a quite a strong draw uh looking at grade 3a you have eight bands in there uh let me see yep marlacu quinn memorial drumlock matt boyd thiefel clocker and district uh who are playing up a grade uh upper cross gar and then you have battle hill who are playing up a grade as well and now looking at grade two you have five no you don't have five what am i talking about you're four bands in there 
Goodness sake. I think it should have been five, and Manor Cunningham, I think, have withdrawn. That's what it is. You have New Ross and District, who are making the journey all the way from County Wexford. So, uh, Klaus Kelt will be there, of course. Colin Kill and our current Scottish champions, then, Rivara, will be there. Manor Cunningham, unfortunately, pulling the plug in there, not appearing. We do have a grade one on the day. We have the Police Service for Northern Ireland, PSNI, will be there. We have the Mighty Field Marshal will be making an appearance. And the Vale of Athol Pipe Band are making the trip as well. So, there you go. That's our three Grade 1 bands. Also on the day, we'll have Klaus Kelt will be playing up on Grade 1. We'll also have New Ross and District from County Wexford who will be making the journey up into Grade 1 as well, juking it out with the FM. Awesome. And the PSNI and the Veal. It'll be a really interesting day on Moira. So, yes, of course, you guys who can't make it to Moira, do not worry. We have you covered. Us on the Rab Show will be producing live streaming on the day and uh, for those who can't make it. So, yeah, we have you covered. So, if you are interested in what's going to be happening at Moira, tune in to the Rab Show Facebook page over the week, uh, over the weekend, and yeah, you'll be clued in as to what's going on. Now, I've been asked to plug something pretty specific on the podcast, so bear with me. The Levi Invitational Freestyle Solo Drumming Event is on again this year. Now, this is quite a popular event. It sells out incredibly quickly, and uh, yeah, I've been asked to give you guys a bit of a heads up. Heads up, sorry. On Saturday, the 10th of November... 2018 it's commencing at 12 30 sharp so there you go so it's going to be in dean's bowling club in livingston and west lothian uh so yeah it's going to be featuring 12 of the world's top pipe band solo drummers and pipers this is going to be one event you don't want to miss tickets are a tenor and are going to be available from jim baxter email jjbxt at aol.com or you can pm jim baxter on Facebook. Everything that's going to be raised from this event will be uh, given in aid of a charity called Enable. There you go. So that's coming. You can get your tickets for that and definitely will be worth a look. Grant. <laughs> you know what? There's so much stuff that's happening in the piping world at the moment that we are literally drowning under stuff. I know to people who has got in contact with me saying, hey, can you give my band a shout? Can you talk about this? Can you at the minute, it's just relentless. So for everyone that we haven't mentioned on the podcast and all your emails and stuff, please do bear with us. We are doing our best to try and get through everything, but we are in the midst of silly season for us. It's just relentless. Uh, let's get on to another bit of a news story. Uh, their bass drummer then from Police Scotland 5, just as we were talking about, uh, Martin Gordon, otherwise affectionately known as The Jam. Apparently, he's made the difficult decision to step down from the band at the end of this season. So this will be Martin's last season. Now, just as we were talking about the band and how there could be a possible dark horse, Martin's been playing with the band over this last eight years and has reluctantly had to make this decision due to family and work commitments and all of that. So, yeah, I have to wish him all the very best to Martin. Um, It is kind of sad to see him go, uh, but yeah, at the same time, Police Scotland Fife now have a very exciting new position to be filled by someone out there. Who knows? It could be anyone. So, if you're interested in taking up the bass drum with Police Scotland Fife, they're holding open auditions. All you have to do is apply for the position by contacting the band's lead drummer, Mick O'Neill. And the band's very easy to get in contact with. You can just contact them via their social media. And, yeah, so as sad as we are to see Martin go, it's also an open door for someone who would love to take up the spot so martin gordon thank you man for all of the amazing music you've produced with the band over the years it's been incredible to watch this and uh yeah all the very best whenever you hang up the sticks friend anyway 
there's been a lot of different articles recently published on local media, being on glasgowlife.org.uk and various different social media sites and everything explaining what the World Championships is. For those people out there who don't know what the World Championship is, I don't know what you're doing listening to this podcast, first of all, but we are on the Rab Show, the show for the piping folks, so we're sharing these out for the crack. Some of them are questionable in their accuracy. Uh, if anything, I'm sharing them out on the Rab Show Facebook page just out of interest because sometimes they're quite hilarious. They get stuff glaringly wrong. Anyway, <laughs> so in case you're wondering why we share these things out on the Rab Show Facebook page, that would be why. Anyway, we have had so much in the way of piping news this past week. As I keep saying... It's just difficult to keep up with. So for everyone's emails and stuff, asking for us to promote stuff and all the rest, apologies we didn't get through it because it's just been crazy this season. So please bear with us. And uh, yeah, continue to email us in. BigRabShow at gmail.com. That's possibly the best way to get your content on the show. If you do fancy a shout out and all that sort of stuff, definitely get in contact with us that way. Before we get into the topic of the week this week, let's give a shout out to our patrons. Those guys who have clicked that support button on our Patreon page. You guys help support what we do and you are indeed awesome. Yeah, so shout out goes to LoneStarPiper.com, Brandon Moreno and Harris Kiltz. Yeah, you guys are awesome sauce. If you do so wish, you can help support the show by checking out our Patreon page and clicking on that support button. And yeah, that you get little perks and stuff and all of that there and help support what we do. Yeah. Right. You clicked on this podcast for a reason and you wanted to hear from the piping legend himself, Mr. Ross Ainsley. Before we get into the interview, I want to give a shout out to the guys of the Belfast Traditional School of Music. Uh, the Belfast Summer School, sorry, of Traditional Music. And uh, yeah, thank you for organising this interview, for having Ross over in the first place. Ross was in Belfast to give all sorts of like master classes and different things. He was playing at different sessions throughout the city and everything. Incredibly busy as he was here. And that's why I managed to get catching up with Stephen McWhorter as well. He was there as well. Um, so name dropping. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I think the traditional music school, the Belfast Summer Traditional Music School, has been going from success to success to success, and the event itself was absolutely incredible. I was very lucky to be there in person and see some of these kids learning these instruments just from scratch and just producing some amazing music. And Ross was there, and we managed to get chatting about all things piping and everything that what he's been up to and pipe bands, of course. So, right. It's time for me to get a big cup of tea, throw up my heels, and bring you guys the interview that was recorded with the legend, Mr. Ross Ainsley. Are you on the lookout for a set of vintage pipes? Then look at Source Bagpipes. Bagpipes ranging from McDougall, Glenn, Stark, McKinnon, McPhee, Henderson, Laurie and Sinclair, and many, many more. In addition, brand new set of pipes by Booth and Pettigrew. They have a no-quibble return policy, with 25% deposit securing any set of bagpipes. Also offering a full payment plan, to be able to pay for your set of pipes over 12 months. Source Bagpipes now have a range of vintage pipe chanters and vintage practice chanters in stock, and are all up on their website, sourcebagpipes.co.uk. Contact Ross for more information. LoneStarPiper.com the little pipe and drum supply in the heart of Texas. Proud to be firefighter owned and operated. With 10 years in the industry, they are dedicated to providing friendly, professional, personalized service. 
featuring many of the most popular brands for bagpipers and drummers, as well as custom kilts and Highland wear. Feel free to shoot them an email with questions about custom orders or to get a quote for special pricing on larger orders at sales at LoneStarPiper.com. LoneStarPiper.com. Check them out. The Harris Kilt Company, based in Belfast in Northern Ireland, can provide you with some of the highest quality Highland wear available in the market. Are you looking for an outfit for a formal occasion, be it a wedding or a formal dinner, or are you outfitting a band? Then Harris Kilt Company are looking forward to hearing from you. Get in contact with them over their social media, on Facebook or on Twitter, or indeed check out their website, harriskilts.com. The Harris Kilt Company can provide you with an outfit right the way from your brogues right the way to your Glengarry. The Harris Kilt Company, 150 Sandy Row, Belfast, or on harriskilts.com. Hello, this is Fred Morrison, and you're listening to The Big Rab Show. Well, we're in a bit of a noisy bar in the middle of Belfast City, and I'm sitting here sharing a bit of a swally with a bit of a piping legend, Mr Ross Hensley. What about you, sir? Uh, cheers for having me, Rab. Well, Good to see you. Welcome to Belfast. Yeah, thank you. What has you here? So I'm over teaching at the Belfast Traditional Music Summer School. This is a bit of a second year, second year that's uh, that's running. So, Aye. so yeah, just over teaching some Highland pipes for three guys. Is that all turned? Three people. <laughs> <laughs> so this is for the master class you were doing at university then, yeah. Uh, today. Just today there, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah just I'm, more t- I'm teaching from ten till three, uh, ten till one every every day till Friday. So and there's some sessions on and stuff, and there's a couple of concerts, one tomorrow night and one on Thursday. I don't know where they are, but they're in <laughs> but Belfast. You, you get told anyway. Aye. So tell us then, what's been going on with yourself? You have been travelling like a bit of a crazy bugger, to be honest. Mm. You've been all over the place. Yeah, yeah well, it's funny, I, I don't actually think I've been that busy in t- no. <laughs> gigs-wise, but uh, I've been busy doing loads of recordings, right. I mean, doing loads of writing and... Uh, Really enjoying writing more, more, more than ever actually. Oh, and uh, so yeah, just I suppose myself and Ali of uh, Ali Hutton, we've been mm. busy with. Uh, we were recording and, and we've done tours and stuff. Yeah. And um, so yeah, and my own album Sanctuary was out as well not long ago. So that's right. And so, we were just chatting about that before we hit the recorder. Yeah. My mate of mine, Robbie, was saying that it's an album he can't break into parts. He has yeah. to listen to it from start to end. Obviously, that's how the album was made. Yeah, yeah. I just kind of like that the concept of, um, especially because like a lot like nowadays albums are not. It's not you know nobody's really buying albums. No. People are streaming all these kind of things and they'll go for the single kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah, and it's like I always. For me, like the first album that I got into was the uh, Mike Oldfield Tubular Bells. It's like oh. it's actually the, my, my first memory of an album, and uh, like listening in the car. It was always in the car. Tape was in the car. Aye, aye. And then, um, and then it was a year. It was only a couple of years, four four years ago. There was like a documentary made about you know the making of Tubular Bells. And right. I was like, ah, oh, that's that, that album. I hadn't heard it since I was young. So I watched the documentary about it, and then. Um, then I got the album and then I listened to it again and stuff and then I, and then it just kind of I was always like I, I like I like that idea of 
be it like a journey. Oh. Music as a journey and like taking some taking people on a journey rather than just like are they like a five minute four and five minute track yeah. and then they're on to some other different you know, topics sort of thing yeah. yeah yeah so just yeah just so so I just set out that kind of way of just trying to trying to piece together a, you know this this album and one entire piece yeah, yeah. And it's it's, uh, and it's quite um, it just it just requires a bit more thought because. You know, like if you do individual tracks, that's fine. Like you know, but like with this way, you've got to make, you've got to think also about your individual tracks, but also the, the mm. way and how they can run yeah, into things. Yeah, so, you know, like, so, together. Yeah, and like keys, all the keys have to be right, and um, you know, like with se- like you know, either segues or do you have to write wee lines that will like bring mm. in other parts, and then and then and they're using. Tunes that have been that happened earlier on the album, bring them into like uh, er, later on. Things. So it's like, and it's, so it's quite. Yeah. Because there's a piece actually. There was a. It's called "Let Let the Wild Ones Roam" is the second last track. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. we were like having it. We were rehearsing. Yeah. And Hamish is uh, the keyboard player for the for the album. He was saying, uh, "Oh, we, like we should play this. That the the first part is called Beautiful Mysteries. Is, is the song. It's a slow melody." Yeah, and he was like, oh, that, "That'll work over." And this thing is like total fast pipe reel. Oh yeah, I said, yeah. this'll work. And then, but it, it goes in. It, it doesn't stay in the, the same key. So it's not in the same key as what is on the track. Yeah, on its on the main track, but it's in a different key. Then it also shifts up a, key, a tone, and then it shifts back down. So it's quite. It was clever. That was his idea. Oh, <laughs> it's not my idea. Full credit to him. And then, and then it ended yeah. up carrying on till, and then that ended up being the last track. Right, so it was right. quite cool. Like uh, it was coming it was, in and out all the way through. So or? yeah, so because right. when some people don't, when when they hear it, they don't recognise it because it's in a, in a different t- context and it actually sounds completely different. You know? Yeah. So it's quite I'm cool. Have like, to listen for that. Yeah, man. have a listen. Oh, it's, well, it's beautiful yeah. mysteries. Is the is the track and it's the, the A part of it. And then have a listen. To it, I let the wild on drone. It all comes. Everyone kind of the strings are playing it, and then the keys are playing it. Yeah. And it's like the kind of theme that's like runs through, runs through the fast pipe tune. And then it's also the one that keeps playing right. into the um, spoken word bit. Then. Do you know what? I think any excuse to get it on the podcast. I think so. I <laughs> we'll just play a track of that. Now.
Bedraggled threads, befuddled head, easily led to a tangled web of lies and spin. Despising gin, a trembling hand will rise again. The resumption of passive consumption brings a massive reduction in the function and form of production. Slumping in corners, surrounded by screens blinking warnings to conform to dreams boring and lean. What does it mean to be alive and thriving if inside you're despising your life? Always fearing reprisals from family and friends, concerned for your survival, while you, without rival or equal, descend into repeated sequels of arrogance and vanity, mediocre mundanity, constrained by your freedoms. Where's your inner sanctuary? Where? Material insanity, chasing crazes, the inanity of damaging little phrases that we're trained to say. Nothing ever changes. It's always been this way. But I'm starting a new day, getting hyped to the rhythm, making the clean decision. Practical proposition for living. Above all, I will be giving. Respectful of the living and the dead. Not easily led or spoon-fed opinions or points of view. I'll challenge myself to regroup and renew. Surrender to the skies. And in them rise, unbound, unbound, a new sense of freedom found in courage and release. Escaping gravity in my inner sanctuary. So how do you go about the creative process? I think I've asked you this before the last time I met up with you. How, what your approach is to writing tunes. Clearly your approach for this album was something entirely different. Yeah. Yeah. How do you it's kind of hard it? to kind of explain composing because it's not like a thing... I I would say like I'm I'm going to go and I'm going to compose a tune, you know. Ah, you don't sit there. I just room never do that. So I'm it's like yeah, yeah, just never. It's not what I do. <laughs> but then, but sometimes it's almost like you're give, given these gifts. Right. They're these like motifs, and mm. then as long as you've got your antenna up at that per, that point, and you can get it in your phone or whatever. Yeah. Get the idea down. Somehow. I also that's also how it works. All it's like a wee motif or a riff, mm-hmm. or a beat that will arrive from somewhere. If I just like play it and a lot of time on the sitter. Right, okay. So if I'm playing so on the sitter and I'll be like, oh, that's, what's that, you know? And I'll record that bit. Yeah. And then I'll either leave it or I'll uh, or, or just or start keep working on it at that point. Aye, aye. And then sometimes I'll go like, like straight away, just you'll just write a tune. It's just like, just straight away. The whole, finish. Thing, yeah. whole thing, just like, wow. done. <laughs> and then they're always the best ones because it's like, they always sound the, like they're not, that they're like meant to be. And they're not produced. They just, they just happen. And yeah, it's like, yeah. So it sounds really 
natural. I, I just hate, you know, when you, when you, uh, but sometimes if you have, when you get your wee motif or something, mm-hmm. and then you have to work with it, it's all like it's so contrived and like you, you form, like yeah. formulate kind of thing. You're only forced. It's forced, yeah. Aye. Aye. There's a tune I wrote recently called uh, "Tune for Everyone." I called it, mm-hmm. and uh, that that was like just I was, I was on the sitter and just messing about, mm-hmm. and honestly, it just wrote itself in about <laughs> five minutes or something, and I, like I, I'm like really proud of that piece. It's on. Uh, I've not recorded it yet, but we we did a video. With a pal who's doing this YouTube uh, channel called Striven Sessions, oh, so we yeah. did it with myself, Ali Hutton, Jen Butterworth, and Laura Beth Salter. So we so we recorded that. So you can watch on YouTube. Sure, you shameless so, um, plug. Why not? Right. But I'm going to check that out. Definitely. Yeah. So so let's get on to piping because obviously all of our guys listening are all piping yeah, yeah, fans. Yeah. So we all know that you and Ali both are heavily influenced by your one-time mentor, yeah, yeah. the late Gordon Duncan. Yeah. Can you say that there's any music nowadays in the modern age that you're listening to and you could think, dang, do you know what I mean? Pipe-wise? So, yeah, that you're thinking, wow, that's kind of cool. Uh, Lincoln Hilton <laughs> is the man. That. Yeah. He is the man. He's doing some incredible things. I love what he does. Yeah. Um, and to be, like, to be honest, I don't listen to too much pipe band stuff. No. But like I, I listen to a lot like um, like James McKenzie's really great. Yeah, yeah, sure. Um, yeah. And actually, no, I was looking at their um, Scott Wallace. Scott Wallace He's writing some nice stuff. There's and new I, book. Oh, yeah, I was seeing that. That's yeah. what I was. Some of his book out. So mm-hmm. I'm gonna get in, get into that and um, check out some of his stuff. There you go, um, of course, you've had stuff submitted then to the uh, Modern Piper. Com, yeah, well, I just, yeah, like Lincoln has been yeah. there. He's been great at that. So mm-hmm. it's actually it's a, it, it becomes a pain because like, <laughs> if I've not been writing, I'll get this email from Lincoln saying, "Oh, yeah. is you, well, oh. it's that time again." And you've, uh, can you yeah. get to send the tunes? And it's like, oh. <laughs> and then because like, I don't like to rush, rush it, so it's, uh, it's been a lot of times of like uh, just trying to get I'm tunes trying down. to get something down for so, um, yeah. But no, it's, but it, to be honest, it's it, it's good because it gets you writing when you when. When you're not so, so it's, yeah. it does get you going. Aye, but aye. you need to give me more time. It's <laughs> always two days before it needs to be ah, done. There you go, Lingen. Try and give him a bit more notice, <laughs> would you? But also, there's a, uh, I was, I've been teaching on the RCS course oh, uh, the last couple of years. Yeah, how's that been going? And, uh, it's good, yeah, it's great. Mm. And there's a, there's, a, there's a guy called Scott Garden who's yes. just uh, graduated honours. Uh, he, he's writing some great stuff. Oh, right. And he's, got a, he's got quite a good. Uh, He's quite out there, a thinker. But, so he was. Right. I think part of the course was to do a music book. Right. Yeah. And he ended up doing three. Three. <laughs> uh, he's got sweets wow. and yeah, he's um, duality. I think is the name of the book. So he's got. I think there's definitely one that's out now. It's going to be out for Pipe and Life. Yeah. Yeah. Scott. Yeah. So I, I really like Scott's uh, brain. He's, he's quite. He's, he's quite. He's, he's good. He's a good writer. And he's also he's like he writes all the time. Mm. So I'm gonna uh, have to check that out now. Yeah, Scott Garden. Yeah, yeah. and um, but there's like like I've also been enjoying teaching uh, Chris Lee. He's from Hong Kong. Wow. Uh, yeah. So do you know Chris? I've heard the name. Of like Chris. Chris is playing amazing. Yeah. You know, he's like really, really. He's he's in the piping center every single day. You know, really? uh, playing all the wow. time. His pipes are singing. <laughs> was he like, playing with any bands or anything? I haven't. He was I haven't playing with. He was playing name. with um, Shots. I think. Was it Shots? And then, but only for a year, I think it was. Right, see, so yeah, But he's, 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 yeah. no, he's playing in this thing called Brawbeg, which is like a quartet for. They would do, they would do the Breton uh, competitions. Oh, I see. think he's actually, yeah. he's also playing with Bagad Cap Caval, sorry. 
Oh, right. Cap Cabal. Cap Cabal. He was being played last year when he won. Oh, see. So he's, oh, he's, he's, he's loving the Breton stuff. Where, uh, yeah, just a great guy to teach. He's, you know, exactly. They're, they're all amazing. Some standard these days. The, the talent of the kids is flipping scary mm. now. Like, it's, it's almost mental. like I was watching the championships the weekend there in Dollar Academy. Aye. We're playing, and these kids. What are they like, do now? Yeah, and Aye. they're like 13, 14. I was like, if I could play like that when I was that age, I know. No, it was just scary. It's I was even the, the guys I was speaking to here, uh, Shamey O'Dowd, I was playing a session with him and he was saying oh. it's the same in Ireland. Yeah. You know? What? Just yeah, like, like the standard of playing. It's just ridiculous. rising all the time now. Yeah. yeah. So, with that in mind then, Ross, whenever you first lift the chanter in a day or first lift a set of pipes in a day, I'm sure you have them in your hand every day at some stage. <laughs> but say, what's the first tune you would play? Like, what's your go-to kind of? And you lift them out of the box. What's the first one that comes? To I'm head? terrible for um, playing my own tunes. Eh? I just, really? I'm always working on my, my own stuff. But it's, it's, yeah. the, the, the bad thing is about it is when you come to do sessions and playing with other people. I'm not in the loop with that. Oh, see, I spend yeah. I spend all my time thinking about my own music. So I'm ah, really bad. Yeah. Actually, I need to get out of that because it's not. You know cool. your Apple Highlanders and all those. Oh, no, all that stuff. stuff. Yeah, but, yeah. yeah, no, but I'm always, I'm, I'm, I'm just at the moment in the last year or two, I'm really, really been focusing on writing loads of stuff. So I'm constantly just thinking about that, you know. So yeah, I, I know. Sorry, it's very. Um, that's the word. Not at all. Not at all. So have, do you follow the competition scene at all? The pipe band. Yeah. No, I'd, I'd like to, and I was speaking to Stephen there. Um, Stephen McWhorter. McWhorter, yeah. yeah. And uh, I, if I wasn't doing so many gigs and the folky thing, I would I would be in pipe bands, I would. Yeah. Because um, I do miss it. And, uh, and it's great for getting your pipes going and stuff like that. There you go, but just, see. like this year, for the Worlds, it's the first time I'll be at the Worlds since I've, since I competed. Just cause it, just, really? I've always been busy. Wow, so you're actually going to Glasgow Green I'm this year? Go, but I've got a gig at night time, so I'll be a sound check, but I'm going to try ah. and get there as much as I can on the Saturday. Yeah. Awesome. So I've, I've, I've not been for, to be honest, I've not been since it was two days. Wow. So I don't know how long that goes. But so you don't know how the whole two-day format Don't know how it works. Ah, well... And we'll look uh, forward to that, I'm sure. So yeah, uh, but no, so but no, but uh, to, to be honest, I always have a look at the uh, the Twitter uh, oh, for yeah. the results or the whenever there's yeah. a RSPBA thing, you know. They're quite good, aren't so, they? Yeah. To be fair, with the coverage and stuff. So I do keep I do keep keep track a wee bit. That's it. And yeah. um, but no, I, mean, I always like to see what the Vale are up to. That's it. They're doing um, quite well at the moment. Are they good? Doing where, quite where, well. they, where do they sit these days? Um, well, they started out the season very well, Ooh. and uh, but suddenly they're gradually stepping down the right. back in order. Which is a shame because yeah, yeah. they have been playing so strong. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's well, it's definitely the. If, if I was going to join a Grade One band, I would definitely. I, I wouldn't go anywhere else apart from Vale. But I think I don't think I would. If I was, if I had time and all that, I think I would maybe just do a Grade Three thing. I see. You know, I just, something to have a, a competition, but chill out. It's just at the same time. so chilled. Yeah. I, I just. I, I'm not like. It's a bit too much stress <laughs> for me. I think. It is uh, all together. Yeah. So. Yeah. With that in mind, I was chatting away to Ali at the Inverary concert when he was over, and I asked him about Inverary and other bands playing your stuff. Yeah, okay. How does that feel when a pipe band marches on playing the likes of Grands and other tunes? What's that like? <laughs> I've never experienced it. Really? No. No, they haven't played any of your stuff yet. The Vale used to play a, a couple of my tunes and stuff. I thought that. And actually, yeah. I think Bogle played a tune, but I've never heard them. Right. So I've, not, I've, I've never actually like 
I've never, I've never heard them play it. I'll have to dig at it. I think it was Unite the Clans was a tune, or no, something was it. Aye, they all played it. I think Bog all played some another tune, but, but I've never heard it. I've never yeah. been in, on the. That's what I had in my head. I thought Bog all definitely played some of your Aye. stuff, so I'll have to send that to you, Ross. Yeah, no, but I would, I'd it. love to. I'd love to, like you know, like I don't think any bands are playing any this year, but. Uh, I would love to be like be you know in the in the park and have a listen to be yeah like it's yeah. it's like it's the it's the ultimate kind of uh, uh, what's the word is it a bit of a compliment yeah because the old, yeah because that's yeah. the thing it's like if you know it's like even when you go to a session if you go to a session yeah. and people are putting your tunes it's like you know it's like that's yeah. you know you can't really it's go. great you know it's all right. not quite sure what's going on over there. <laughs> So, with that in mind, then, for the trad music scene here, specifically in Northern Ireland, how do you find things here compared to back home? Um, well, it's very, it's very similar. Eh? Um, I think in Scotland, seem to be a bit more open to other genres and stuff. Really? Yeah, Aye. and like a, few, like a bit more fusion goes on in Scotland. Like, Ireland's yeah. still... And rightly so, it's great stuff. It's, uh, it's, We're as very it's, traditional. Yeah, we are. Which very is great, you know, yeah. and it's, it's rocking, you know. Uh, that's it. In Scotland, they seem to be more. I don't know. I don't know why, why it is. Uh, there's like like Martin Bennett, uh, Sugar yeah. Nifty, Wolfstone, all these bands. Like Wolfstone was like they're my, like one of my favourite band. Yeah. Still, like you know, if I was to say what was the band that influenced you and wanted to make you like do music was yeah. Wolfstone and I Gordon with the piping you know? oh see right okay so and Gordon played with Wolfstone and stuff so like aye, so, aye. so me, me, myself and Ali when we were younger we used to listen to all the Wolfstone stuff um, so fantastic so yeah and so I suppose and then that, that's so that kind of shapes you to what you're what you're going to do and I suppose that's like and the younger Scottish musicians are the same so yeah, you, you like you, that's your influences so that's what you want to, want to do when you get older so there you go, okay. and Nifty as well it's another big band Awesome band, um, yeah. Lifty, Wolfstone. I was a big fan of Battlefield Band when I was younger. They're oh, a bit more traditional, you know. Still going strong. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, um, so with that in mind, you're, as well as being a traditional musician, you also write songs. I wouldn't say that. Uh, you do. <laughs> you know, and yeah, a lot of people actually really love the song part, but maybe not so keen on all the piping and stuff. Yeah, and yeah. then sometimes you get the flip side, you're thinking, yeah. what's he doing writing songs? Yeah. Where are you on that? Are you kind of... Well, that, the song thing words? was only, was like a, pro, it was a project. Right. It was a commission kind of thing through Killed Connection, it's called New Voices. So, and the thing with New Voices is to, is to give you a chance to do something you would not normally do. So, I, I quite like, put, like, you know, like, putting myself on the line and just diving in. Zone. It's good yeah. that, you know? Uh, and, like, writing songs is, like, honestly, like, I, I, I wouldn't have thought I would ever... I don't even know why I started it. I was just, I was sitting <laughs> in the flat. There was a lot to do when they're not drinking, you know? I see, yeah. And a lot of, you know, like, <laughs> feeling, feeling hellish and trying uh, to work out stuff. And so there was a lot of thoughts going on in my head, I think. And then, so I was, like, playing a lot in the sitter just in the flat, not going out. Right. A lot of time on my yeah. hands, and then so I was just sort of one, just one day started like I'm going to just write this stuff down. So I started writing, and then actually, and then and then, and it kind of started piecing itself together. It was kind of like the tune writing. Ah, it was like sort of it just kind of like happened, and it's like oh, that's about like two verses, two verses in a chorus here ah, from go. nothing. You know? Yeah, yeah, just out of the blue. And then so then I had I had a couple of so that was I started that. And I had a couple of song ideas, and then I was like, I'm going to apply for this new voices to see because it's like 
it'll yeah. give me a, 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 it'll make me do it I actually do an album and work on it yeah. so that was yeah I had a great time and the way we recorded it was really nice we went up to Dunning where it's in Persia where I kind of it was like yeah. I'm from Bridge of Ern, which mm-hmm. is just outside Perth and then you get Forg and Denny and Dunning there's yeah. the three villages very close to each other mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Dunning's I used to spend a lot of time with a lot of friends from Dunning Right. So there's a studio uh, called Teapot, which is right in the in oh, the hills yeah. in the back, like outside of Dunning, about six miles outside of Dunning, in That's the middle of nowhere. Is. Right, Path of Condy. I've heard of it. And yeah. Rob, that owns the studio, that he's the engineer there. He's like a he's a bit of a legend. He used to work in London, and he was married to Sam Brown. So he's got a really old analog desk, like proper old school, oh, re- like nice. recording. And Aye. so we there was nine of us all went up and we just and we played it live, you know. Brilliant. So yeah. the actual the whole, so the whole kind of. The whole thing it was meant to be like kind of an honest bit of writing songs, and it was an honest recording as well. Yeah, because yeah. there was no fancy stuff. No effects. It was just us playing in the room. Aye. No pro. No, there was there was some that. overdubs and stuff, but the actual the like all the I, I think I overdubbed the pipes. Anytime there was pipes, you had to overdub because of the sound. Right. Overlap, but like yeah, like we Gordy was in the drum room. There was about five of us in the big room. Right. Laura was up in the attic <laughs> space. <laughs> and, uh, so, and then Hamish and Matthew were in the control room so right. so it's a great it's a bit like and because the, yeah. their teapot is it's like we're in the middle of nowhere yeah. we, we were recording sometimes at like four or five in the morning you know because you could yeah, but so, they had so we ended option, up getting yeah. like and it was cause the good thing about about that when you look because when I like, listen to that album I can actually remember some of the situations you know yeah. when sometimes you do an album and it's all like tracked Aye. it's so stale and you're all sitting there and it's all just like building blocks yeah. it's, 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 a bit, it's quite and... monotonous boring work Aye. but when you're all there like, you're all getting a vibe and there was like there was a song called Change right. the first album the first track the first yeah so we were at like we were got this we got this uh, this take it wasn't working so we ended up oh, we'll do it later on after night and the folk had had a couple of drinks in there <laughs> Um, and then we started. We went for it, and we got this great take. And they were like, oh, "Like that's the one." Well, let's try and get another one, just in case. Okay. So we went at it for it must have been about two or three hours trying, and then we could never get back to this. <laughs> so we ended up going like, "Oh, let's just have a listen to that one." Aye. So we hadn't heard it. We just thought that was a good one. Uh-huh. Well, let's try and get another one. Right, right. And we went to have a listen, and it was just like, "Yeah, that's that's amazing." And that was the one. It was like, oh, it's like so much energy. So I, I, I quite like the. I want to try and do more recording of just playing Aye. with people yeah. rather than stale environments. Like I'd be playing with Bridger, you know Bridger Campbell. Yes. Aye. So we've been doing, we've been working away, like chipping away. Not nothing like, mm. not no nothing, no deadlines or anything. But like every no. so often we we'll meet up and work on stuff. But we were yeah. speaking about doing. A, we've got a gig in Celtic Colours in Canada in October. So we've got a gig, so we need to get. Oh, need to get Yeah. So after that, we should have a gig, uh, an album's worth of stuff. So we were thinking Superb. of recording, but not even. I, I don't want to wear any headphones or anything. Just like set the mics up. We're actually even thinking oh. about using this head microphone. You seen that? It's no. a Neumann head microphone. Oh, it's just a dummy head. Right. By normal recording, so you basically just put that and it just records how what the you dummy hear. hears yeah right so if you so if you're sitting <laughs> if you're sitting to the right of the dummy that's where you come that's where oh. you'll sit in the speaker if you know what I mean oh, that's where it comes through in the head yeah wow so, like uh, so we were thinking of, of doing that just because then because you know what yeah. it's like if you're playing with like with people 
if you're if any kind of separation, you lose the vibe. Uh, and yeah. then like, especially what we what we are doing, it, it has to be a good vibe. It doesn't matter about the mistakes. If there is mistakes, they'll be oh. tiny, but like, well, that's you know, music though. So it's like that's yeah. I'm more interested in getting these kind of. It's more old school. You know? It is, and if, if anything, that kind of strengthens. I was chatting to Fred Morrison mm. not too long ago. And he said one of his most successful ones he done was his live album because right. it captures all. Well, it's you don't get that in the studio. You don't get that in the studio. I and mean, then you can make things too precise when it sounds like good. Yeah. It sounds good, but it's not like exactly. that kind of like gives you the goosebump thing. Aye, that's it. He says he can't listen back to it because he notices the mistakes. Aye, but everyone loves it. Everyone loves it. That's it. It's funny, eh? It's one of those things. So, Symbosis Two. Yep. What an epic rush. <laughs> My God. Turned out well, that And one. here's something, and the listeners have been laughing at me about this, but that got the Field Marshal album out of my car stereo. Aye. <laughs> do you know what I mean? That's, that, that's not easy to do. So, yeah. Oh, I no, we're pleased with it. Yeah, it was good to the way it worked, because we, we, were, we, we, were, we initially started out to do the sa- exactly the same as the first one. Which right. was just quite stripped back, just us two playing, yeah. backing, each, backing each other, like guitar sitter and, yeah. and both playing the tune, mm-hmm. do some harness, whatever. Yeah. Then, so when we started, like, because, yeah, we, we booked the studio time and um, we actually, to be honest, we're very lucky because we, we got away with because it, it could have been a disaster. Because the same with the first one, we just kind of got together yeah. and started working. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It wasn't like we had planned stuff. No, in advance. it was just arrive and so like start so like work. when we were starting going through all the tunes that we, we could do and recording some stuff down. Yeah, and then we actually did the album pretty much like just the two of us. Do you know what I mean? The way yeah. we, we might t- intended to do it. Yeah, yeah. And it was just like most of the melodies, because some of them are quite riffy, and mm. it was like just the nature of the music. We we're like, oh, yeah, I could do a bit of strings or like uh, big bassy stuff or yeah. drums, and it's just like, like, and then we just, and there was something happened with it because we had already had, had the tour booked in October. Right. If we'd, if we'd put that out. It wasn't going to affect uh, like a booking a tour, like an album tour. No. So it was already booked. So it's yeah. like it was a waste of uh, an opportunity to do a tour. If you know what I mean. I so we were like, right, yeah. let's just put it off. Because we recorded it way, but we, like just after we did the first one. Right. So it was yes. like, so it was a year ago. Right. We just put it out this year, but it was a year ago we recorded I see. initially. It's been sitting on the shelf so somewhere. Yeah. yeah. As, as yeah. the duo. Aye. And then so it was actually good. So that tour kind of gave us a bit of time, and then we were like, right, let's just go to town on it. So then we got Patsy to like she just scored the whole string thing. Yeah. Duncan did all the bass. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, we got Steve in for a couple of days. Did all the drums. Marty did a bit of drums. Bowering. So it was it was yeah. it was good because right. it's it, it, like the tunes the some of the tunes the riffy tunes are they're not you wouldn't call them tunes they don't really stand up as tunes if you know what I mean unless they've got the, the backing yeah. to, to enforce it well, what's it. going to be the, so. the one that comes to my mind is action yeah. it's the one that we always play on the show because everyone just loves the second one yeah. the second tune in it second it's, like, it's a riff tune you yeah. Know what I mean? so yeah exactly if you hear it on its own you'll be asked like, what is it you know really but if you, need, <laughs> but if you get all the other stuff it's like it becomes ah, it's, the, it's a whole thing in yeah. itself isn't it yeah so yeah now we were dead chuffed how it turned out you know incredible stuff yeah. so Grant I have to ask the obligatory question then Ross then what does the future hold and the near future hold for yourself so I'm going to do an album with Bridger uh, I don't know if it'll be this year but definitely year, maybe the next early next year Superb, and I've been working on uh, like doing a, the same thing as, as Sanctuary the same idea as Sanctuary but a new album but like 
Another straight uh, continuous thing. Yeah. Oh, excellent. So yeah. I've got. I would say I've got, got 75% of the music mm. written. Maybe more actually. I just need to piece it together. Right. Uh, so the music's there, but I just need to do all that kind of the arranging and superb. So you'll, you'll so, keep so it'll be, it'll right be a Christmas right. job, you know. Oh, or like a win- it's a winter job that kind of oh, stuff aye, aye. stuck in the house. You go to ground then and start writing. Yeah, yeah, and then so maybe and then I'll maybe start trying to rehearse it starting next year. But there's, I'm not I'm not no hurry really. Um, but uh, I'm just done. trying to work out a way of trying to. Uh, I'd like to try and do a lot, like more of a playing with people rather than a, like like with that the sanctuary was done mm. back and first then the, then the, or the instruments at the top so I would, I'd like right. to try and do it if we could all be in the, like playing yes uh, but it needs to be rehearsed properly so right everyone needs to kind of half know what they're doing tough to, uh, before you get in a room uh, somewhere yeah, yeah understand and then um, what else would you be doing I would imagine myself and Ali will be doing another thing okay. I don't know when but but definitely Bridja and a, and a solo another solo one excellent and that'll, that'll do can I ask about the treacherous orchestra? Do we? We're kind of on a bit of a, bit of a hiatus, hiatus at the moment. yeah. yeah. And it's been good actually, because um, we were, we're uh, uh, it got a bit. Everyone's been doing the wrong thing now. And it's that thing; yeah. it's giving people time because we were so busy with that. That's all you could do. Aye, yeah. And, um, you guys get flat out. Yeah, but it's a shame though because we kind of had we had enough for our third album that was kind of there, oh, right, but we kind of just burnt ourselves out. So. Yeah. We'll, we'll get back to it in the next 10 years, I'd say. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. There you go. So, before I let you go, Ross, I have to ask you have you any predictions then for the big one? For the world? Aye. You've been keeping track of the results now, so you uh, sort of half know what's going on. Am you, I allowed to say? Oh, of course, yeah. <laughs> Those guys I, behind you here just felt hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I'm I, I'm all, I'm a fan of Inverary. I really like Stuart. Yeah, he's a great guy. So I always like to see them win. But I like, um, I love Alan Tully's stuff as well. That's, yeah, that's another guy actually. I, I need to get. I need to listen to more Alan stuff because I was hearing Stuart's version of the um, uh, the Cameronian Rant. You know oh, that? Nice. You know yeah, that, that? Yeah. He was. Uh, and so that's Alan's arrangement. Eh? Is that Alan's? Yeah, I'm sure it was. Oh, wow. Um, okay, so, yeah, so I need to, that's when we were asking about other, other uh, musicians and that. So, uh, I need to check out Alan's stuff. Yeah, so. Yeah. so, yeah, I'd be, I'd, 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 both of them, yeah. Well, to be fair, they're two good them. picks. Yeah. So, Lauren's yeah. having won two majors this season yeah. so far. I would like to see, maybe, like, have they won it? They like the overall. They, they, yeah. the, so, Lawrence won the Worlds back in 2010. Whenever Alan was piping under his father, so maybe it'd be nice to see them winning again. Then would be because they're doing the big pre-worlds concert again. Well, I think I'm doing a wee thing on it. I'm doing a, a, a tune, maybe. Oh yeah, I at think. the concert hall. Yeah. Oh, superb. I, I Robin yeah. Mackay was asking me. There's a tune of Tim Eady's Little Bird that they're doing, so I think I'm going to play a bit of whistle. Grand. <laughs> <laughs> well, Ross, wish you the very Cheers, best with your man chat. Thanks a million for chatting. No Cheers. Cheers, man. Uh, there you have it. That was Mr. Ross Ainsley there. Awesome to get catching up with him and to have a chat with him. This week's podcast has been a long one. Apologies, but there has been so much to get crammed in this week. And uh, we didn't even get through all of it. There's so much stuff that I didn't even mention. But I would be here rambling on for at least three or four hours trying to get through everything. Trust me, all of our stuff to do with Pipe and Live, all of our stuff to do about the World Championships, that's all to come. So anybody looking promotion or anybody looking me to talk or ask, you know, 
ask questions of people who are going to events and different things. Blah, so much stuff. Piping live. It's coming. And yes, we will be talking about it. We will be giving you our recommendations as well as the World Championships. Yes, we're going to talk all about what's going to happen on Glasgow Green. And we'll give you our mm, sketchy predictions. Yeah, we'll talk all about that. So that's all to come. So don't worry. Your messages have been loudly received. It's just we didn't get around to it this week. I'm going to cram so much stuff in. Anyway, many, many thanks to Ross Ainsley for chatting to us on the podcast and on the radio show as well. It's just awesome to get ca- catching up with Ross when he was here. And uh, yeah, I wish him well in all his new ventures and all the new recordings. He has promised to keep us posted. Um, you know, As soon as any news drops of uh, where we can get our mitts and any of this new stuff, he will let us know. So... Without further ado, we shall head away. Thank you so much, everyone, for clicking that download button. If you haven't already, please do subscribe so you don't miss any episodes, especially coming up to the big one. Uh, If you do want to be kept up to date on the latest and greatest in the piping world, then please do click on that subscribe button button, so you never miss an episode. Because each week, whenever one gets uploaded, you'll get a bing, a notification on your phone or wherever it is that you get your podcasts. And yeah, it'll download automatically and you can listen away. Grant. You can check us out, of course, on Podbean, iTunes and Stitcher completely for free. Also give us that all-important rating that really does help us. And, uh, yeah, tell your mates about our wee show. You know, we are relentlessly working for the piping folk. So, yeah, we do our best to try and cover everything in the piping world. And, yeah, bring it to you guys. So that's what we're all about. That's why we're here. So please do tell your mates about our wee show. And, yeah, we can bring more piping and drumming to more people internationally, around the world, in the universe. All that good stuff. Grant. (laughs) I am out the door. Best of luck to everyone heading to Moira this weekend or wherever you're competing this weekend. Please do send us in a hashtag Big Rab Show selfie. We love to see them. And if we get them, we'll post post them up on our social media, of course. And uh, yeah, don't forget, get your Rab Show merch. You can go to thebigrabshow.com, pick yourself up a t-shirt or a hoodie, all that sort of stuff. And that's all up there on the Rab Show, thebigrabshow.com. And every t-shirt and stuff all really helps support what we do. If you haven't got your Rab Show merch yet, where have you been? Big ones around the corner. Get all merched up, baby. Grant, that's me. I'm out the door. Have a good weekend and have a good week and have a good day and night, depending on when you're listening to this. This is the thing about podcasts. You could be listening to this at four in the morning, you know, when you're clipping your toenails in front of the telly. I don't know. <laughs> it's been a topic that always fascinates me. What do people do when they listen to the podcast? Maybe that's something you could send us in on the Rab Show listener mail. Yeah. Mail us in. BigRabShow at gmail.com. Right. I'm away. <laughs> All the best. Well, that's it for another Big Rab Show podcast. Many thanks to our sponsors, G1 Reads, raising the benchmark throughout all the grades. Winning 8 out of 9 possible world championship performances, G1 Reads are played by bands around the world, producing that quintessential tone. If you don't believe me, just listen to our current world champions in Vararian District. Until next time, guys, we'll see you right here on the Big Rab Show podcast. All the best. <laughs>